If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. We are so grateful to collaborate with you. My name is Colleen McCoy-Sika, and I'm here today with Jill Annabelle. How's it going, Jill? Hi, good. It's uh, it's winter time, but I have um, a summer topic on the brain today. <laughs> it's always summer here in Arizona. I know that's why I have a question for you. <laughs> so here in the winter, we have to start booking our campgrounds for the summer because there's like oh, a six grief. month, six month thing. So I'm wondering, Colleen, if you go camping. Okay. I used to camp when I was a kid. Okay. And now I joyfully send my husband and my children off every October and they go camping and I stay home with the dogs because I do not camp anymore. I'm in camp. I'm in camp probably, um, probably in over 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I like that balance. I, I can get behind that. That's great. So this idea today is at, is coming from Zion Lutheran school. Clara Gust is a third and fourth grade multi-age teacher. It's a small school in Harbor Beach, Michigan. This idea is related to a campground, I promise. So she was (laughs) telling me, first of all, I love how many other denominations, like the Lutheran schools use Loyola Press products. I had no idea, but I learned that while we were at the conference, the Michigan Association of Non-Public Schools Conference, I was hanging out in the teacher's lounge with Loyola Press and hearing from all kinds of people. So I had no idea. So that's a little side note. But as I was talking to Clara Gust, she was telling me how wonderful it was during the pandemic that their school partnered with Our Lady of Lake Huron Catholic School in order to provide a drive-through living nativity during the Christmas season because they have lots of campgrounds in Northern Michigan and they're not being used. They're closed for the winter, but they partnered in order to use a local campground to plow out a pathway to do a living nativity that was on, you know, obviously a third, like a third party site. It wasn't at either of the schools in order to do like an interfaith living nativity. These are both small, small schools. So small Catholic school, small Lutheran school, they both do multi-age and by putting their um, students together, they could do the scenes of the nativity and have it be a drive through nativity with both schools being invited and both of those faith communities driving through. And I thought that was such a great example of interfaith, you know, collaborations. Sometimes we hesitate to do that, but they had no hesitation in Northern Michigan to work together. So they did it during the pandemic. And I think that's a really wonderful thing that they could do moving forward. I loved that. 
there's a lot. Okay. So, you know, my brain, it just starts going and I know, I know good ideas in the teachers. I know so many good yeah. ideas in the teacher's lounge. That's why this teacher okay. lounge is getting wider and wider. Like who knew I was going to grab this idea well, from someone I didn't expect. Right. Exactly. Well, that's the, that's the first thing that popped into my head. So not only have we gone international, now we've gone multi-faith. I know. I'm so I know. excited about that. So, um, no, and I had no idea. So I'm, and I'm glad that you spoke to someone. I don't. Okay. No, I, actually I do. There's a group that I work with here in Arizona called the Arizona inclusion network. And it is a multi-faith organization. And nice. we we're specifically focused on the topic of inclusion, serving all students. Right. Right. In our schools, that is an issue for it's Catholic schools, it's Christian schools, it's Jewish schools. And we're, we're mm-hmm. working together. We're networking together. So, you know, that's something that I've just never thought about. I never would have thought about that in terms of doing religious activities. I know. <laughs> I mean, and so right. together, but when I think of a specific religious activity together, I would not think multi-faith. So again, you're opening my mind here. Certain things, really right? Good. So, okay. Yep. So I'm going to interrupt you and say like yeah. on certain topics, we have more in common than not. Right. And that's why our networks of non-public school organizations, like in Michigan, like we, we gather as non-public schools for this, but we also gather for topics of school choice and legislation. There's so many things mm-hmm. as non-public schools that we really, from an administrator point of view, we can do now on a faith level, we have to be careful because teacher to teacher, like I'm no theologian. So there are certain things that will be, di- that are difficult to collaborate on, but the birth story of Jesus Christmas is one of these that when done in collaboration with our pastors, we can do really well together, I think. And, um, especially for a community event, but there are plenty of things service. I'm thinking about service and giving back to communities. Yes. These are all things we can do together. Yes. Yeah, especially if, if schools are in the same community together, the things that they could do together to serve their communities, yeah, in, in really beautiful ways. I just this is not something that I have have thought about thought too much about. So this is a, a really great conversation. This could go really well for, um, for community, especially now I'm thinking like, I'm thinking I've got a, um, I do have a partner school up in, in Northern Michigan. And Uh when I think about them, they're the only Catholic school in their community, but I bet there are other faith schools Mm -hmm. in their community that they could partner together and do service for the community. Yeah. What a, well, a beautiful idea. In rural areas, in knowing pastors, they work with the other pastors for different topics and different like running ideas past each other. Getting through the pandemic is a great example of this, of uh, whether they were gathering on Sundays, not gathering on Sundays. So conversations among pastors of other denominations happen all the time as schools. Yeah. As schools, you know, trying to put our heads together for some of these things, field trips would be another great thing to do together, field trips, service projects, and then these big events, you're putting on a big production, even just inviting the other non-public schools to your living nativity or Christmas concert or whatever, you know, you're doing for, for Easter. You know, like there are certain things here that we can invite each other to, which brings a lot of learning for kids and experiences. I, because I'm going to show my ignorance here in a second, because, you know, I'm a cradle Catholic. So I went to Catholic Mm -hmm. school my whole life and I've taught in Catholic schools, you know, except for my one year in public school where, and I did learn a lot from my students who are of various faiths, you know, just being so immersed in the Catholic world. I'm always very kind of out of my element. If I like, especially Mm -hmm. when I'm working with my Jewish schools, (laughs) Yes, I'm not exactly sure. Like, where do we connect and and where do we, you know, where do we not connect? And, you know, I, I just feel ignorant sometimes. And 
so maybe partnerships with schools and even not just for us as adults, but for students understanding, mm-hmm. you know, the nuances of, of faith. I don't know. Well, and it's, it's easy to stay in the comfortable Yeah, it's very vulnerable to say, I don't really understand how you celebrate this or if you celebrate this or how do you do these things is a great first step. And then again, working with our pastors, working with theologians, working so that we don't misstep is really important here, but there's so much for us to learn. And I think us modeling that for kids allows them to ask the types of questions they should ask. So, so I would imagine, imagine these students, then they're doing this living nativity together and the types of questions kids ask their teacher to say like, well, is that school different than mine or how are they right? Like I love these moments when our, my own children understood that there are public schools too. And like, what, what are those kids doing? Like, like, you know, they don't know you, you, your concept of the world begins with yourself and then it grows outward. So once you start realizing when you're really young, like, oh, there's other types of schools. That's a big, like, whoa, it's a big, whoa moment. But I think for them to have those conversations, uh, builds their concept of the world and models that we all work together, I, I think is really, really cool. So just in my household, this is something that happened recently. So, and I, I think I told you my husband works at an Episcopalian school and oh, okay. he, he was taking over a maternity leave. He had to plan a chapel because he, mm. <laughs> as, oh. a, as a, yes, as a teacher with a homeroom, he had to plan chapel, which okay. Was, you know, as a, as a Catholic, you know, it's like, okay, well, he's like, well, just give me the blueprint. Like I can plan a chapel. I could plan a mass. I can plan a chapel. So, you know, it's kind of <laughs> exciting to be able to do that, but yeah, growing our faith and learning about other faiths is point of growth. I think for all of us still, but it I is, I think I just heard the bell. Okay. Good. Happens, but <laughs> rescued us from this uncomfortable, you know, we're stepping into the unknown of under of learning from teachers so to learn. Oh. It happens in the teacher's lounge. I love it. It does. So it's time to go back to class and there are always more ideas than time to celebrate them, but we are certainly going to do our best to try. We drop episodes three days per week throughout the school year. So send your ideas and share the love with your fellow teachers. Go to catholicteacherslounge.com to share. The Catholic Teachers Lounge is your haven of hope to exchange ideas and affirm your efforts. We will see you next time.